Head over to Hulu this March, where our new shows and movies will keep you streaming all month long. Catch the acclaimed movie, All of Us Strangers, starring Paul Mescal and Andrew Scott. Stream the new Hulu original limited series, We Were the Lucky Ones, with Joey King and Logan Lerman. And don't forget about Grey's Anatomy. Every Grey's episode ever is now streaming on Hulu. So, what are you waiting for? Go stream something new on Hulu. Botox Cosmetic, out of botulinum toxin A, FDA approved for over 20 years. So, talk to your specialist to see if Botox Cosmetic is right for you. For full prescribing information, including boxed warning, visit BotoxCosmetic.com or call 877-351-0300. Remember to ask for Botox Cosmetic by name. To see for yourself and learn more, visit BotoxCosmetic.com. That's BotoxCosmetic.com. Welcome to the Fringe of It. Episode number 23. A weekly podcast brought to you by me, Charlotte Jacqueline Betty, And me, Liv Purvis of What Olivia Did. Liv, welcome to our penultimate season episode. I know, how how has it come around so quickly? We were literally talking about this last night. We've done 20, well, obviously 23 episodes. <laughs> Just said that. Yeah, what, um, what clue gave it away? I mean, I can't believe we've been doing it. And since February, that for, cold day on February. For four months. It's, it is really bizarre. I mean, we weren't planning a break, but I think it gets to a point where... You know, you need all good things need a bit of a break, don't they? You need a bit of inspiration time. I think the words barrel and scrape come to mind. Well, all that, but um, I just can't believe that we've done it for so long. You said it's the longest you've done anything. Yeah, and then you said apart from being pregnant and carrying a baby, but I would say it's number two in my life. I know we. I'm really proud of us. <laughs> well done, Liv. Well done, us. <laughs> this wasn't supposed to descend into a congratulations well done um segment but you know here we are this is, yeah this is a self congratulate congratulate congratulator oh god that's this why is... i said congratulations because i couldn't say congratulatory congratulatory either self congratulatory episode <laughs> okay i'm just gonna move on and uh, ask you what you've been up to since we last spoke God, what have I been up to since? Well, I went to a wedding, um, photographed a wedding with Joe, which was lovely. I love a wedding, as I think I mentioned. And then this week, I've been I've been really productive. I feel like I've got my mojo back. I think when I got back from holiday, I was a bit in a bit of a slump, and I think pulling your socks up after going back from anything is quite difficult and re-motivating yourself, especially when you're self-employed. Um, but I've had a really productive week. I've done scheduled blog posts um I've filmed a video and I just feel like well good I feel productive and I went to a lovely dinner last night to celebrate Caroline Hirons and Space NK working on a very special box um that sounds really ominous it's not just any box it's a beauty box it was Joe's birthday oh yeah Uh, how was Joe's birthday was a bit wet wasn't it oh it was a bit bit of a washout um and we were meant to be having a barbecue and Joe was like under no circumstance and I am I going to be in the garden 
barbecuing for everyone in the rain. I was like, no, you're right. Um, selfish Liv needs to step back a bit. Were you <laughs> like, like, you must have a birthday barbecue, Joe? I know. I was like, oh, but we've bought all the food. And he was like, we have a freezer. Instead, what we did is he booked dinner in the evening with his family. And then during the day, I made pancakes, um, which did take a while. I used a recipe that was like, separate the eggs and you have to whip... Um, the egg white into stiff peaks um did that make for a better pancake they were delicious it did take a while because i didn't have an electric whisk so it took a lot of wrist action um yeah a lot of a lot of working the egg and um yeah no it was lovely so we did that and then we watched a film and then i fell asleep i think um i don't know whether i mentioned this before i feel like i might have done um but yeah it's been a lovely week what have you been up to I'm just trying to think what I've been up to and um, even looking at my calendar, I can't I can't tell you. We've just been playing it low-key at home. I said I didn't want to stray far away from home and we haven't been. Um, mm-hmm. That's about it. We've just been concentrating on June, um, settling her into nursery, which for any of you out there, with or without children, you may think, my God, this takes a long time, but it, it does. And I didn't know. But next week, she's she's gone from two hours to three hours. And next week, she's going to be there for six whole hours of the day. Oh, little bug. Little um, June bug. I know. So, and also this week, she's been saying words. So she can now say flower, ball, football and book. So oh me, my me, God. me and Jack are just freaking out. We are proud parents because obviously, you know, she's a genius. <laughs> But You've got to send me these videos. I can't believe I've not seen her saying these words yet. They're all recorded. I'll send them after this. But yeah, we, okay. so we've just been a bit low-key and then just spending lots of time cooking because, as I said, we were going pescatarian this week and we're over halfway through and we're generally having a great time. We're really enjoying it. What have you cooked? Well, a lot of um, a lot of things that revolve around cheese. So <laughs> we started off with a three-bean chilli um, and there was a few... Um, let's say, windy side effects from that. And the top tip that I had from other people, it was really tasty, was to, if the beans are canned, to, to soak them in water or um, really, really rinse them because the water can, can have such windy side effects. Well, so we had macaroni cheese. Not too cheesy, but, you know. Um, not too saucy either, I hope. Oh, no, are you at, where we are as a couple united on this front that macaroni cheese yeah can't be too wet no it can't be too saucy I don't want it to be swimming in the sauce here's a controversial statement um did I mention it on the podcast where we talked about things you don't like I don't like lasagna with white sauce oh I don't know if you did but I I I don't mind a little bit of white sauce but again I don't want it dripping I would um what we do in our house um is omit the white sauce and then go for a three cheese option so then you go for mozzarella to like get the get the, the moistness of the white sauce and the spread. Yeah. And then cheddar for, you know, a more intense flavour. And then just, you know, to, to really hit hit the high notes of the cheese, parmesan. Ooh, that sounds nice. I'd like a I'd like a lasagna in your house. Yeah, come round for a lasagna anytime you like. Thank you. Um but we'll we, we will not be serving it with Jack thinks that all all northerners have lasagna with chips and garlic bread. Doesn't happen. Not whinging. Always with coleslaw, always. Oh, hell no. Do you not like coleslaw? We have this. Dis- I do. No, I do like it, but it's not with lasagna. Lasagna's a salad. We have a bit of a side salad and that's that's enough. A bit of garlic bread. No, like a side salad and coleslaw. Coleslaw's part of the side salad. I mean. 
Okay. It's, it's not the weirdest thing you've ever said. <laughs> the reason we're having a podcast break is because me and Liv no longer get on. <laughs> yeah. We've got to have words, a couple, couples therapy. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. That's what we're, we're going um, away over the summer to do. Um, let's move on to this week's Telly Talk. Just to let everybody know, Liv's just moved. Um, now she's laying down on her bed like Cleopatra. Oh, yeah. I just needed to reposition. I knew it was going to be a fruitful episode. What have you been watching? Uh, well, actually, I know what you've been watching, and it's what we're all here for. It is the end of Love Island. Oh. Do you want to go straight into it? or I can do. I'm just... I, I don't know. I, do you know what? The other night... I didn't know what to do with myself at nine o'clock. I went to bed. I've talked about affirmation cards before and I've, I've spoke, spoken about how, how I often I use them. But basically, the, the affirmation cards that I use, I was on um, Nicola Ray Wickham, who makes them, on her Instagram the other day. And she said, after Love Island finished, she, she went on stories and she said, I just want to talk to you all. This is a public service announcement. Um, going forward, you cannot say you do not have time for dot 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 um and she said self-care journaling bath time meditation because you have carved out an hour every single day for six weeks for love island and what are you going to do with that hour now you need to fuel your soul Um, and then somebody said but what if tv is your self-care and she said that's absolutely fine but just think about the fact that for the past six weeks you've given yourself an hour every week that's true. I don't think I've ever been so regimented about making an hour in the evening. I've always been like, oh yeah, watch it on catch up or no, not to worry. But I've been like, right, bathed, eaten, watered, just ready for that. And I sit down and I'm watching it. And I've never been like that with anything. Yeah, so that's what Nicola was saying. And um, her profile's a life more inspired. She's like, whatever it is. That is a life more inspired indeed. Yeah, absolutely. She does what she, she says on the that. tin. Yeah, um, just just food for thoughts. Oh, I like that. I went. Oh, do you know what I did do this week? Um, throwing back a tiny bit, I went for a run. Oh, did, oh yeah. How is your five? I can't even say it. How is your couch to five k going? Well, do you know what? I've only done one day. I'm, day two is today, so I need to try and factor that into my day. Um, but it's brilliant. It's like three times a week, and the first day I felt really hard. I hadn't done any exercise for a really long time, and it really reminded me of the bleep test at school. We have to do 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 that. Oh, I feel like hang on, my me- my mem- memory palace is di- digging out some horrible, painful, dusty archives from the back. I feel like this is coming back to me. Oh, when you have to run, it's like boop, and you have to get to the other side, boop. Yeah, yeah. What? Well, why did they do that at school? I don't know. Just to make us suffer. Yeah. Wow. That memory was lodged so far. T- so far in the back of my mind but I felt a little bit like that at one point I was like I'm gonna cough up blood wow is that how you felt I'm quite unfit um but that aside it was really good so you do a five minute warm-up which is five minutes of walking then you do a minute of running and a minute of half and walking and you do that six times and you have a five minute cool down walk and that's it and it's like 25 minutes but you feel I felt so good afterwards I felt like yeah, I can do this fitness thing. Um, what day are you on? Day two? Yeah. I mean, right. I like... No, no, it's fine. I might I might join you. And I'll tell you why during shopping chat. Ooh. Oh, have you bought some active wear? <laughs> I may have purchased some active wear. Um, but let's get back 
to Love to Island. Tell each yes, Love Island. Are you, um, re- are you ready? I'm, gonna- I'm ready. Okay. Here's Liv's Love Island Minute. Oh, God, it's ended. I'm, I am I loved the last episode, though. Meeting the parents as well. I cried when Danny's gran and grandpa came. Grandpa bruv. I was just, oh, I couldn't bear it. It was so cute. But I'm so happy they won. Thrilled to bits. It was obvious. But um, I'm glad Laura made it into number two, though, as well. I know she was a bit of a secret um like well not a secret but people didn't think she'd do that well but I think she deserved it she really although they weren't an official couple I think they really they really worked for it um also I really 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 love Josh and Kaz I love Wes still I'm just I'm just sad it's finished I've been watching all of their Instagrams like religiously it's weird seeing Love Island contestants outside of Love Island I think afterwards like after just doing normal like things that me and you do also got sent a love island water bottle which i don't know whether that warrants being in my love island minute but um i'm very excited about it and yeah i'm gonna start love island series one next week because i've not watched series one or two so i'm gonna do that and there's Liv's replacement self-care yeah and that's it and i'm not allowed to talk i guess i can i have a love island minute for series one <laughs> no this isn't a continuation no 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 oh. Okay, I'm going to start um, watching things again. Has anybody started earning some serious dollar outside the Love Island house? Have they started, like, plugging products or anything yet? I think some of the earlier contestants have. I feel like a lot of people are doing club appearances. Um, and I've seen a lot of people on, like, Loose Women and um, just, yeah, all of that malarkey, going to events. It's very exciting. Well, Rosie, one of um, the girls on it this year, said she was a solicitor or trainee solicitor she earned more from her first month outside the Love Island villa than she did in her full-time job. I mean, year. that's just, just like, my mind can't, can't process that. So she was like, well, why would I not do this? Yeah, and you kind of think, well, yeah, if that's your incentive, then she was like, I trained really hard to be a solicitor, but the payoff was really bad. And I was just like, well, Off you makes go, you think, like, spread it? your wings. Makes you think. Um, what have I been watching? Well, I would like to say uh, what I've not been watching. Um, <laughs> I have a point. I went to watch Nothing Like a Dame on BBC iPlayer and it's not available. It was on at the end of June and I only just, I saw um, my friend Jenny watching it on Instagram stories and I was like, hang on a second. It's got Dame Maggie Smith in, Dame Judy Dench and two other dames. Oh, and real. they all go to a country house and sit and talk about what it's like to be a dame. And I think, um, oh my points, God, dame that Maggie was made Smith. for you. I know, I know, but it's not available. I just went onto iPlayer and it said, this is not available on iPlayer. Ooh. So if anybody can help me out on that, um, that would be great because I've never, yeah, as I say, I've never seen a TV show more apt. That sounds. I didn't even. How have I not even heard of that? Oh, because the good stuff doesn't get advertised advertise and broadcast. It's all about murders and crime solving and uh, yeah, all those dramas that I just can't watch. Nothing, yeah, I mean, in fairness, they're the things that I do watch. Yeah, not for me. Nothing like a dame. So if any, if anybody can get me a copy, that would be great. <laughs> okay, I will. I'll keep my ears to the ground. Yeah, that would that would be fantastic. I don't want to start. But I I tried to watch Mamma Mia 1. Jack said I was in a bit of a grump and he said, I know, I know what might cheer you up. And he and he said Mamma Mia 1. And um, we put it on. We got 38 minutes in and it had to go off. 
What is it about 38 minutes? Because that was apparently the time Nick Grimshaw watched Mamma Mia 2 until, until he left. Oh, really? How interesting. Yeah. But in fairness to you, after watching Mamma Mia 2, Mamma Mia 1 is rubbish in comparison. So I did, um, you know, what I always do in times like this. I took it to Instagram um, and I said, am I alone in really disliking it? I said, tonight I have given Mamma Mia a second go. I gave it a first go over 10 years ago, which made me feel old. Uh, made it halfway through then and switched it off. Tonight I lasted 38 minutes. I don't understand. I love ABBA. I love Meryl Streep and Julie Walters, but I just can't stand it. And um, so my poll was, am I alone in really disliking it? Uh, yes, you're no ABBA, ABBA fan, 39%. But 61% said, no, I cannot watch it. And just to give you some numbers... That was 668 people versus 1,048 people. But I'm not saying the majority is always correct because, you know, look at Brexit. Well, exactly. I mean, to be honest, it like watching it back, it is not a touch on the new one. Well, we're going next week, aren't we, Liv? Liv, Liv messaged me the other day and said, can I ask you something? I, I genuinely was worried. I was like, oh, God, what? what? And she's like, can I take you to see Mamma Mia too? <laughs> the most serious toned message you've ever sent me but that's what I thought I thought if I approach it in that way you might hear me out no no I did kind of I was like well obviously it's something really close to your heart and I need to if we're going to be in couples therapy we need I need to take these these things that you like seriously thank you so yeah we're going to do that and then next week it'll be our final episode it'll be live so we'll be able to give a real real-time review yeah and I that was the worst link ever. Uh, we're not broadcasters. Um, I went to the cinema to see Incredibles 2 yesterday. Oh, how was that? So I uh, called my mum up yesterday. I was like, me and Jack really need to get out. Because we've exhausted Netflix. Absolutely exhausted it. Ex- exhausted Amazon Prime. We're, we're out. Because nothing like a dame isn't available. So I had to leave the house. And um, we loved it. We thought it was great. Jack was on the way there. He was talking to me about incre- the first Incredibles. And I was thinking, I don't remember any of this, so I might go no, back. I don't and... remember properly watching it. Yeah, I just remember Edna and the outfits. Oh yeah, I remember her. Um, but it was great. Um, two things to say about Incredibles Two was the animation was fantastic. The skies, there were always there was quite a lot of film filming. I don't know if that's what you call it uh, during sunset, and all the clouds were all matte all really magical and that's one thing I did notice I thought it was great and then the baby which is called Jack Jack was me and Jack just kept looking at each other because we just kept going oh how can I be in love with an animated baby have you taken June to the cinema um yeah we used to take June to the cinema we used to take her to baby cinema to a cinema near Margate called the Carlton and it was £2.50 for an adult £3.50 for a luxury seat and babies were free um, and they used to have the lights up a bit and the sound was down low although once my friend had to email and say excuse me can you turn the sound down a bit more because it's awfully loud <laughs> but that was great so they used to fall asleep when they were tiny babies so it was like it's when you're first adjusting to being a parent and, and it really made me feel normal again like going out and watching a film and you couldn't really take her you could probably take her to a toddler screening but I imagine that 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 would be mayhem yeah, it's like when you when you see those cinema days advertised with bring your dogs, and I'm like, that's really nice. It's a really lovely concept, but can you imagine a cinema full of dogs all watching something that was probably dogs barking? It'd be like, ah! I imagine there would probably be just as much um, unpredictable toilet action 
as there would be in a baby screening. I mean, that's the thing. I was like, it's such a nice idea. I'd love to know the success rate of that, though, if anyone's been to a doggy screening. Yeah, so I, I might take it to a toddler screening, but I just I just think it's probably easier to get a babysitter. But if anybody's got small babies out there and they're feeling a bit, they just want to do something that's normal, check out your local cinema um, for baby screenings. They um, Actually, lots of local cinemas do them as well for people um, who have various learning difficulties um or disabilities um so that they often do them with subtitles and um i think lots of people with autism go to those other screenings as well but again do you want to be lumbered with the babies the babies are quite quiet but um do check out your local cinema for alternative screenings because they are there they just don't advertise them i don't know why hmm good to know um what else have i watched this week nothing that's it Lovely. Should we move on to shopping then? Are you live unwrapping something? It's not that exciting. It's my act. Oh, it's my active wear. I bought some active wear on ASOS this week also. Oh, she's nice. So this, I've been buying some active wear bras. So my trampoline's here and I started trampolining, but I couldn't find my sports bra. Had to start. The girls aren't even that big, but... <laughs> they they really need containing so i went on to asos and i bought this one is um a puma, puma. a puma sports bra a really nice blush color that looks a bit small i don't know i'll give that a whirl and then the other one that i bought was a new balance one um, and it's got those you know those really nice straps on the back that all cross over oh yeah i do like this find it a bit hard to get get my arms through the right holes though <laughs> you just like got your head through and you're like oh no this isn't the right one so and then um, yeah, your neck's coming out the armhole you've got your arm it's like asymmetric and then I bought some Nike because what was hard to find or generally hard to find is a cropped legging in this weather I don't want Reebok. a full legging oh really I got a Reebok pair on ASOS so I needed a crop legging for running <laughs> do, do runners like to wear cropped leggings no but I just didn't want to wear a long one because my long ones have got a hole in them and oh, yeah, they don't they don't really fit when your active wear doesn't fit I think we've got a problem well that's yeah exactly so that's um that was a live unpacking on the fringe of it um just because I haven't had a chance to open that I'll try them on later I'll I'll let you know how we get on but this honestly this puma bra if it it's fits cool. is really really nice it's called the long line bra in peach um I can read the SKU number out if anybody's interested <laughs> I think people will be all right. Yeah, yeah, no, me too. I think I might leave that one. And the other thing that I've been buying is just loads more books. My man and Jack's Amazon account is linked and he keeps get, he gets the email confirmations and he's like, you've been buying more books again. I just can't stop. I've, I've opened the, uh, the floodgates. So I also bought this week Slay in Your Lane um, by Yomi and Elizabeth. If anybody hasn't listened to the Hilo, they do an author interview special with them both and that is brilliant which I've also listened to this week um I have also bought what a time to be alone by Chidera who you can find on Instagram as the slum flower what else have I bought the good immigrants it's edited by Nikisha Shakula so I don't know who wrote it I'll let you know more when I've when I've read that one and then I've also got she must be mad by Charlie Cox which is um, social media is answered to Caroline Duffy, which takes me back to GCSE. Did you do, um, what was the other guy? John Agard. Oh no, we had that northern guy. What What was his name? Oh, is it? Um, Simon, Ar Simon Armitage. Yes. 
So I haven't read poetry since GCSE, so I'm really excited about this one. Yeah, Charlie's brilliant. She's stellar. So I have got more reading material than I know what to do with currently, but because we're taking a break, hopefully I'll get through it all. I know, this this whole 40 minutes we spend together each week. It's not 40 minutes though, is it? We've literally... We talk so much before the podcast starts. Yeah, it's been an hour already, so um, yeah, not quite. What have you bought? Ryan Reynolds here from Mint Mobile. With the price of just about everything going up during inflation, we thought we'd bring our prices down. So to help us, we brought in a reverse auctioneer, which is apparently a thing. Mint Mobile Unlimited Premium Wireless. Ready to get 30, 30, ready to get 30, ready to get 20, 20, 20, ready to get 20, 20, ready to get 15, 15, 15, 15, just 15 bucks a month. So give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Botox Cosmetic, out of botulinum toxin A. FDA approved for over 20 years. So talk to your specialist to see if Botox Cosmetic is right for you. For full prescribing information, including boxed warning, visit BotoxCosmetic.com or call 877-351-0300. Remember to ask for Botox Cosmetic by name. To see for yourself and learn more, visit BotoxCosmetic.com. That's BotoxCosmetic.com. I bought a really good pair of jeans on ASOS. Um, they're like high-waisted, clot kind of pale blue jeans from Stradivarius. $17.99. Such a nice fit. So comfortable and just really well ventilated. So bought those. Then <gasps> started... Can we backtrack? Well yeah. ventilated as in they've got a wide leg. Yes, the air can go up. Right, okay. No, no, I just wondered where else you were getting ventilation from for a second. <laughs> yeah, no, nowhere else. Um, <laughs> Built-in fans. Um also, we're starting to eye up a cord suit on ASOS, like a, a wine-coloured, like a red wine-coloured um, cord suit, which is gorgeous. But then I'm like, 29 degrees outside. Is that, is that what I need? I saw that on your Instagram stories, got excited, but remembered that I am waiting for the Marks and Spencers one to come in. And it's a real geography teacher brown. Oh, maybe I'll get the red one. You can get that one. Yeah, and we can kind of like be a girl band the same but different yeah I like that I like that a lot yeah I just saw that I also went into Marks and Spencers um just to pick up some food bits but saw they've got so many good shoes at the moment oh are they all closed toe still some of them are one of them's a silver pair that I know you mentioned which I was eyeing up and I just thought Liv wait they've also got a great pair of sandals um which are leather and they I've got them in black but they now come in like a rust brown colour oh yeah Sorry to interrupt. I think when you find a sandal, you've got to get it in two colours. Oh, and it's so nice. And they're just it's a really good shoe for, like, transitional periods. So it's kind of like, it's a sandal, but it's in an autumn colour. I'm not talking about transitional seasons because it's not happening. Summer is staying forever. I know. Well, I was telling you about the weather. The weather in Spain at the moment, very hot. 40 degrees. I mean, good Lord. I, I wouldn't know what to do with myself. <laughs> I know, me and Joe were just saying, you'd go to the cinema, wouldn't you? Oh, no, I went to, sorry, I forgot that this is what I needed to tell you. We went to the cinema, obviously, to see Incredibles 2. I have never been hotter. Really? Yeah. I when I saw Mamma Mia 2, they didn't have any aircon working, but there was a notice saying, if it's too hot for you, come out and we'll give you a refund. Yeah, w- within 15 minutes. Yeah. 
this had no notice and I was so hot. And then Jack was sat on the end. I should have sat on the end because I was getting hot and bothered and he kept looking at me the entire way through looking, being like, are you okay? And then next to me came, I mean, generally people sitting next to me in the cinema, I'm not ready up for it anyway. But it was, you know, it was two for one Wednesday. And then this guy sat down. I mean, he can't have been more than 18, maybe 19, with two pint glasses full of wow. beer. What time was this? It was, the the screening was ten past eight. But what are you doing having two pints while you're watching a film? And then he just got louder and louder and louder as the film went on to the, where I had to interject and say, shh. Did you? Oh, God, I'm, I'm proud of you, but wouldn't, wouldn't have done that. I know, it stopped me, everything, like tapping him on the arm and saying, oi. Oh, God, what did he say? Nothing, he knew, he knew he was being... He knew. he knew two pints the film was only an hour and a half long if I drank two pints during that I think I would have been naked dancing on chairs crikey I think his tolerance is better than mine well clearly but um, yeah shall we move on to this week's discussion I, don't know, I felt like that really fizzled out then didn't it like oh yeah well okay should move on well we can cut it blimey okay blimey Right, what is this week's discussion, Charlotte? It's kind of a reflection piece. Um, as it's the penultimate episode, which I don't think we've mentioned um, at all, next week's recording is live at the Hoxton. Um, we're going to talk about being your own best friend. But this week's, we kind of wanted to talk about the podcast and the highs, the lows, the peaks and the troughs. Yeah, I feel like we've been reflecting on it. But it's actually quite nice to make it a bigger conversation because I think when we started it in February, we had no expectation at all of what to expect from doing it. It was very much like when I started my blog, it was a hobby. I didn't expect it to be a career. And I think that's how we found it with the podcast. You're like, oh, we'll do it. It'll be fun. And then suddenly we're doing it every single week. And it's just been such an experience. It's been such a good experience. Positive, um, nothing but positive. But I messaged Liv um, this week just saying like how proud I was of us for actually doing something for 22 con- or 23 consecutive weeks. Um, and most importantly, starting something and then getting better. Because I was writing the show notes for last week's episode. And I was so proud of them because it's the first week I've actually done extensive show notes with links. Um, and it's something actually we're going to go back and we're going to do during our break is go and put proper show notes on everything. But we were just learning. It's like when I started doing Betty, I had no idea how to run a magazine, distribute a magazine. We had no idea about pod- podcasting. I think that's it. And I think that's why, you know, this, like, especially when we started, we were like, oh, we'll do it every two weeks. And like you were in Margate, I was in like Bromley. And I think it's only since doing it like it's such a lot of work and we knew it was going to be a challenge but I think that's why there's been more Skype calls than we anticipated that's why it's because it's been such a learning curve like we're learning with the sound like we both bought mics we didn't know how to use them and it's been very much like doing things as and when they come because we didn't expect to have any listeners we really didn't and um, I think what's interesting as well um was getting to know a new medium and actually, yeah. it's a lot different from writing. It's a lot different from from video because you are only communi- communicating with your voice. So it does help if you can get your words out. Um, and I think learning the medium, if you go back and listen to the first episode, 
we're talking so fast. We're like two excitable children because having dead air, you think is a really bad thing. Actually, when you listen back, it, it, those silences are quite helpful and you don't even notice them. And they're natural as well. I think we've done it in a way that we have, we, you know, we're not perfect with everything we say, but it's like having a chat with your friend. Like there are moments of imperfections. There are moments where you might not know a name or you might not get your facts totally right. But I like to pull that off as being part of the authenticity of it, where it is just that can those candid moments that you're just trying to get down. I think um, I read a tweet. I wish... I mean, I was just about to say, I feel like my research and planning has got better. Then she's going to mention something that I have absolutely no reference for. But somebody um, tweeted, oh, I wish I wish people would be really careful with ums and likes and things like that. And then the internet got got on them and just said, no, because that's authentic. You know, when, I'm, when we're talking about sometimes difficult things, I will use um or anything to kind of, I'm processing my thoughts as I'm talking. And it's hard to articulate yourself. I think that's something we've learned. I think when I started, when we started, we were both, this is probably the biggest lesson actually. When we started, I think we were both very afraid of being too vocal with anything because there is that inherent fear of not being liked and coming across badly or having too much of an opinion. I think it obviously extends further than just a podcast, but it's those things that you're so worried about saying the wrong thing that you'd rather not say anything. And I think that's something, especially towards the latter episodes we've definitely come to say well we'd rather say the wrong thing yeah like we were discussing last week apologize for it but still talk about things that we feel are important and still try attempt to articulate those things opposed to just keeping quiet or being really vanilla or being very pg about things because sometimes the most important things in life aren't you know sugar-coated yeah I think I didn't anticipate finding my voice during this podcast. Um, And I think for anybody out there thinking about starting anything, a podcast, a book, a blog, a video series, even a diary for yourself that nobody else reads, is is you start to find your own voice. um, And then start to, I don't know, start to craft it really. I genuinely think it's taken us three months to find our feet with this at least uh, yeah a hundred percent and I know that like we were talking about the next se- series and how we we're going to structure that a little bit and structure oh our structure but there is so there's so much learning to be done and it I'm, I'm it's so hard to not apologize and be like oh I'm sorry if it wasn't perfect but nothing is in the early days and it's perfect with all its imperfections but I do feel like it's been such a brilliant learning curve and I hope that people can see that in a way in that it, it, we didn't start it and it wasn't polished from the word go, but I like that about it. So definitely. You know, we could be doing this podcast for two, three, four, five, forever. For You know, five years or forever, they, they're your options. And um, so in the grand scheme of it, you know, the first three months, that, that's a probation in a job if, you know, if this was an actual real job which is do you think we do you think we get sacked <laughs> I mean I think I might have to have a few words of areas of improvement um I want to talk to you about my favorite episodes and your favorite episodes yes I'm gonna I, I'm gonna pick out three okay go first um it, they may they may be the same as yours though so you know feel free to claim them too um my 
favourite one was the first one. It has to be the first one. Yep, a hundred. Of course it was. It was the first one. I think that's what I'm saying when we're talking about finding our voice and um, saying things not to be liked. Um, I mean, the first episode wasn't controversial, but discussing friendship. And then we just, I, I don't know, we both just really got into it. I thought that was the one that inspired everything else it really inspired the fact that you can have these candid unplanned talks about topics that affect so many people and they don't have to be scripted they don't have to be rehearsed and they do talk to so many people and I think that was the episode that really forged the community that we've built on like the Facebook group and the amazing women that have all come to be really vocal and talk to each other and hang out and that was the one that I was like oh my god Aren't women bloody brilliant? Yeah, I think the Facebook group has to give themselves a round of applause. The amount of people in there who have come on there and introduced themselves and be like, I'm looking for a mate, anyone available. I mean, I just at the beginning of the year, if you told me that, I would have been like, what? Nah. Yeah. And like the, the courage of people and the honesty and the openness people have been in that group has been so amazing and inspiring. I felt so inspired so many times reading posts and approving posts. And it's been that post, that first episode, and knowing it would lead to all those things, I feel that was one of the biggest things to me as well. I, yeah, I love the first episode. And the first episode is still so relevant, um, especially for me. I've just moved towns. I'm still looking for friends. Um, so I actually went back the other day and just kind of wrote a list inspired by that podcast of places that I could potentially look for new friends, like joining clubs, joining groups. Um, I've tried a few apps, not really sure they're for me, to be honest. I don't know what I'd do if um, I was on dating apps. They're um, not being, sorry, I hope that doesn't sound patronising, but just making a snap judgment on people, it's really, really unnatural. Um, but yeah, um, so I'm still, I'm. in fact, I might go, back and listen to the first episode and take even more advice mm. you are your own best advice giver sometimes <laughs> i know this just sounds like i'm blowing blowing smoke um and congratulating ourselves this it's taken it's taken a bit of a tone of a con i'm not saying congratulatory again um my next favorite episode was the money one yeah that was a good one not just because you got to sing abba but I think it's talking about these taboo subjects because the the great thing about the first episode, it necessarily wasn't so much the friendship note that struck a chord with everyone. It was the loneliness chord. Yeah. And the one with money, it's just the taboo subjects that we don't talk about. Mm, 100%. Um, loved the money one. And then I think my favourite one, it's a little bit boring, but I really like discussing buying and renting. Yeah, it's important. Um, I just like, I just love talking about buying and renting. Um, and I feel like that episode could be an underdog. So do do feel free to go and listen to that one. <laughs> it's still there for you to listen to. Um, I do enjoy the catch-up episodes. I really enjoyed last week's. Um, I think episode 14, we did a catch-up as well. Sometimes that's quite fun just to chat and see where it goes. Yeah, 100%. What about you? What's your top three? My, I love what, I love friendship. That's probably my favourite. Also loved our chat about body image because I feel like that was another topic that I think we were both a bit cautious and wanted to be quite sensitive about. But I think the way it was approached, we did do a really, like, hopefully we did quite a good job of it. And I think we both had different perspectives 
and it was another episode that we did where we both had different perspectives on something but were able to talk about it in a really balanced way and a really kind of way which I think is really important and that was like again it's, it's those other lessons that you take away from it and being able to talk about things that can be quite difficult online but doing it in a way that's balanced and not patronizing and no one's wrong and I think that was a big of, of a learner I think that's my biggest lesson of all over these four months is that no one's wrong. They can have differences of opinion and you can feel quite strongly that somebody's opinion is wrong, but at the end of the day, it isn't. And it's creating a safe space to talk about different topics. I think that's something that I know we want to take into the next season as well, is just creating that safe space to talk about things and knowing that you're not wrong if you have a different opinion and it's just being able to have those discussions I think it's something I've had I've spoken about a lot in real life as well and you know with politics for example I think you can't fight fire with fire and it's being able to talk about things even if you are passionate about them in a way that is educating the other so whether we both have different opinions but it's talking to each other and both educating each other on our different opinions and making it a clearer space as well yeah and I think that talking to people in a, in a, in a polite way about educating your opinion I don't know I just feel like this podcast has opened up so many like trains of thought for me that now I'm like oh I actually through the podcast want to educate my opinion more about certain topics yeah Um, and that's the thing we want to learn and I think you know for the next season we're going to hope to bring in some guests and actually make it a bigger conversation have people that are really informed on these topics and revisit some of the things you've spoken about and you know talk to people that know their stuff and you know broaden that conversation with actual experts because we're not we are just two friends kind of muddling our way through it so it's nice to be able to do that with someone that is informed and can educate us because we need educating absolutely we we do not know it all um, or at least not even half of it, I don't think. But we, so next season, how it's going to, oh, sorry, have you got a number three, number three favourite? Uh, let's, oh, oh, um, I really loved um, episode three, which was defining success and ambition. Oh, yeah. That was another really good one for me, because that's something I feel really passionate about, and I think the lines on that are quite blurred, and I just loved being able to talk about something I felt quite confident in. Yeah, I, I, I feel like I want to go back and pick my top three again, but I won't. <laughs> I uh, So next season, how it's going to work. So we're going to take a break on, let me get my calendar out. So as we've mentioned several times, on the 8th of August, there is going to be a live recording at the Hoxton Hotel. And that is going to be the last episode for this season. We're going to release that on the 13th of August. And then we are not going to record another episode Um, until week commencing the 3rd of September and that episode is going to be out on the 10th of September so you're going to have a bit of a break from us I know I know I feel like I need to do like some show notes of other things people could do (laughs) to fill the little noisy void well we're we're going to go back and uh, do the show notes properly so you can go back and read our show notes and click on all the links yeah all the links Um, but we're going to have guests on we've got a list of guests guests sorry that's probably really annoying in your ear we've got a list of 10 people that we would like there's going to be 15 episodes next season plus a christmas special now 
it might be too soon to talk about Christmas in August, but if anybody has any thoughts on the Christmas special, we're all ears because we'd like that to be a mighty fine production. I know we want to do we want to do a Christmas party and we want to do Christmas sandwich tasting and I'm very passionate about it. And <laughs> um, I really want what are those like foil fringed curtains? Oh yeah, I oh they're easy to get hold of. I've got some in my loft. I'll yeah. pull them down. I want it to look a little bit like the Love Actually and it's Oh yeah, a bit of tack. Yeah, yeah. Wonder if Hugh Grant's available or Colin Firth. I mean Colin Firth, I'll put a word in. I'll get my people to talk to us people. Okay, so it's August, September, October, November. We've got five months to get Colin Firth. For the okay, maybe we'll Christmas do a campaign. Special. Who else do we want? We want you to be there, the the listeners. And Colin Firth. And Colin Firth. But yeah, no, we're going to have some guests. If there's any other topics you would like to see us talk about, um, please head over to the Facebook We have got ideas. Um, but if there's anything you're desperate to hear discussed or any people that you think would really be inspiring or educate, like educate, educating, um, or just really interesting to have on, we'd love to know because we'd love to talk to people that, you know, haven't been on all the podcasts Yeah, and haven't Sorry been... to interrupt. No, it's fine. You carry on. I was, gonna, I was just about to say the same thing. We want to um, bring people on that maybe have something amazing to say but don't always get the space to say it um yeah i'm not putting other podcasts down but like you say i we want we want to get some some fresh guests shiny fresh guests um and i think that's it for today it's short but sweet but as i say barrel and scrape you know can i say that about our own podcast i don't think we're barrel and scraping i'm i'm still watching tv and i'm still shopping I thought you meant you were watching it now, and I was like, come on. Um, I feel like we've missed a key element of shopping, Liv. You mentioned a potential purchase last week. Oh, yes. Can can we talk about the bag? I bought the bag. Um, and how is it as a, as a new oh, Gucci owner? I, oh, it's I felt really sick. I felt very sick, but... I had some lovely messages. I feel like I've saved and I've earned it and I feel very proud of myself that I got it. Um, but I also feel a little bit like, oh my God. But um, no, it was lovely. Someone said, enjoy it. Enjoy your, you know, your earning when you can because you can't take it with you. Someone's granddad said that. So I was like, oh yeah, maybe we'll, maybe we'll roll with that to justify these <laughs> indulgent things. But it's always about price per wear. So it's just about getting that cost down. Let's see by December how uh, what your price per wear is like. Probably I've used season. it twice already. It okay. came two days ago. Okay, I'm not going to say the price per wear yet. No, it's still probably quite enormous. Um, we're we're going we're gonna to get there. I'm using it again today, so that's three times. There we go. Um, right, I'm going to round it up. If you'd like to review, rate us or subscribe, it helps other people find us. If you would like to come and hang out with us on the Facebook group, head to facebook.com forward slash groups forward slash the fringe of it. Yeah, I think that's all the housekeeping for today, Charlotte. That was a big old kind of housekeeping episode, but I feel like I feel like it had to be done. It had to be done. I feel like I've I've released some weight off my chest now. I've had a real debrief for the season. And I will see you in Magagrags next week at the Hoxton Hotel Holborn. Woohoo! And hopefully you won't be in your pajamas. Hopefully not. We'll see. Can't promise anything. Um have a good week everyone and we'll speak to you next week. Bye. Bye. 
to Hulu this March, where our new shows and movies will keep you streaming all month long. Catch the acclaimed movie, All of Us Strangers, starring Paul Mescal and Andrew Scott. Stream the new Hulu original limited series, We Were the Lucky Ones, with Joey King and Logan Lerman. And don't forget about Grey's Anatomy. Every Grey's episode ever is now streaming on Hulu. So, what are you waiting for? Go stream something new on Hulu. Botox Cosmetic, out of botulinum toxin A, FDA approved for over 20 years. So, talk to your specialist to see if Botox Cosmetic is right for you. For full prescribing information, including boxed warning, visit BotoxCosmetic.com or call 877-351-0300. Remember to ask for Botox Cosmetic by name. To see for yourself and learn more, visit BotoxCosmetic.com. That's BotoxCosmetic.com.